Welcome back, everybody, to the Smoking Cask, where your long national nightmare is over. That's right. We've gotten together after a whopping few weeks off to uh, talk some whiskey. Today, we're going to do some Old Pultaney 12-year. Oh, yeah. I love Thanks, how- everybody. Thank you. I know. Yes, we're, we're back. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. Yes, we're back. Oh, oh, hold your applause to the end, please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, well, we are uh, we are back in the studio, which is my basement. Thanks, Jake, for coming over. Finally, you bastard. Hey, man. Life has been life recently. You know that. Yeah, both of us have been a little preoccupied with things going on, oh, travel and, and the like, and uh, new jobs. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. We're, um, you. we're celebrating shame, the but... way white guys in America do, and that's by having a cheap-ass whiskey <laughs> because we don't spend money. We're actually going to try today this Old Pultaney uh 12 year single malt scotch this guy if you want to give it a little you know give a little talking about oh that's a uh, old patani is that how you say it i think old Pultaney. yeah L- i'm not Pultaney? sure yeah, but i'm, I'm right. not from scotland yeah. single malt scotch yeah oh oh it looks like we got some awards here actually all right one sec awards are good so, so uh anybody digging around uh third base marketing spirits Good place to pick some stuff up. Shout out to them. They have a, a selection of things that I've never heard of, this being one of them that I bought on a whim. So they got 95 points on the uh, International Wine and Spirits comp- Competition. They, they actually got silver in the World Spirits Competition. And I can't read this one because it's such small print, but it looks like we have three at least it's good stuff, man. Gold winners. You know, and it, it's one of those ones that I did a quick Google on because I thought, you know, I got to try something. And for for our listeners, there's only a couple that have really come back a lot of times that they're probably tired of scotches, but they're especially tired of the Glens. And this one puts us in a new category. This is our sub $45. This is a like $39.99 for this bottle. Uh, check local listings. Of course, every state's different. But uh, this guy wasn't very expensive and it did really review well from the cursory glance so here we are today giving it a shot i hope it's actually holding up to what we expect yeah it says uh matured over fine american oak robust yet smooth with a with a delicate hint sorry there's writing over top of that with a delicate hint of sea air Mm, sounds fancy is that c period like an abbreviation because that c could mean anything or is it sea sea oh okay we're good sea hair sea air you know you got to be careful but uh I will yeah. say too, I do like the bottle. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it, you can't expect a wooden top or anything for this price point, but the bottle itself has got a nice shape to it, um, and the color of the whiskey is pretty humble for being only about forty bucks. It does not have that light piss yellow, yeah. cheap whiskey color, um, or the color of like a nice peated whiskey that's usually not all that dark at first. Believe it or not. Yeah, and I mean it's a it's pretty standard, forty yeah. percent. But it is, you know, single malt scotch. I'm hey, man. in trying this. It's worth a shot. So yeah. uh, I'm going to let you, this is a congratulations to getting a new a new job. I'm going to let you pop the bottle. We already ripped the label, um, but you can go, it's not got a real strong bottle pop. Bottle pop. But it, it's nice, and it's been a while, so. All right, Here go we go. Ah, Ooh, that's not that bad. That's a good one. That's not bad. All right, now here's the real issue. What did I do with my glass? Oh, you took it. I did. Uh, you, <laughs> you put it in front of me. All right. All that's right. like a sandwich. You don't want to put that in front of me. Oh, that was a chug of lug. Yeah, well, well, that bottle shaped a little funny. It, uh, it could be a scotch bottle or a butt plug. We don't know. It, it actually, <laughs> it actually poured nice though. Like it yeah. stopped it. You know how most of the time it runs down the side of the bottle. It almost pours a shot for you. Yeah, it's like those crappy bottles of Jaeger that you flip upside down and it fills. Oh, it smells good too. Yeah, it does. Yep. You know, I want to, I want to find out a little bit more about this guy. It actually has a better smell than a lot of the higher, bigger names that we've had. Uh, to be honest with you. Got a nice uh, little bit of cinnamon to it, a little bit of honey to the smell. I'm anxious to try this one. Yeah, you can definitely get the um, the expert. Well, again, I don't really know if it's an ex-bourbon or not, but you can definitely taste the sweetness or smell the sweetness on, of the vanilla from the uh, American oak. Yeah, yeah, and there, uh, it is something that we do. We have not experienced yet with, like, the peateds. We've talked about yeah. getting some peated whiskeys on here. we got a couple friends that are listening to this that are big fans of those. Uh, we do have a couple new I ones mean, in myself our... Myself, too, man. I mean, yeah, all same. the ones that you and I have had. Have oh, dude, and, and I hated them when we started, and I love them now. Wow. It, it took a little bit to, to express the palate, but um, the one thing I will say is that we probably won't get that ex-bourbon barrel vanilla note off of those, but this guy no. smells of it like... And, and I'm telling you, 40 bucks, just the smell of it makes me excited to try this guy. It, it's good. It definitely It doesn't have apple to it. It's got an interesting different flavor or scent where the apple would be in like a Glenfiddich 12. And this is less money than a Glenfiddich 12 yet. So, Would you say that, that the smell on this reminds you of a bourbon? 
Uh, just it's because of that sweetness. Almost taste will. Almost. I'll, I'll tell you. And and after we got our barrels from down at uh, down at A Smith Bowman, mm-hmm. I I well that's a smell like no other. Yes, and and I and after that smells delicious. After burning a little bit of that wood while I was drilling screws through it. Yeah. I cannot smell bourbon the same way anymore. So uh, the answer now is yeah, no. Yeah. Probably back, you know, a month or two ago, yes. But I could see that. Yeah, yeah. It, it totally messed up my senses here. But uh, and, and actually, I like bourbons more because now when I taste them, I immediately get that flavor out that I would smell. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's like I was reborn a new person after I did that. <laughs> you know, is that <laughs> working okay. in the garage for a half hour. So I have definitely I've went out to the garage and you know like the um, uh, or I say I went out to the barrels and you yeah, like on the yeah. edge of some of that darker I don't even know what it was but just some of like the leakage that had come yes. out of the barrels dude I you can take your hand on there and just kind of rub it and warm it up a little bit like tree sap it and gets stuck to your that's hands. what it is I, that's oh, what I'd I love it. I, love it I would I would equate it to tree sap essentially yeah <laughs> yep that's I'm sorry I'm fixing my microphone here there we go I'd equate it to tree sap it's kind of what it feels like and that's I'm sure the component of drilling that you that just taste when you up. yeah once you smell that it's like it's scorched into your nostrils. What did you already put some screws in yours? Uh, I've only done one barrel. Oh now man. the other one the rings haven't fallen. Nothing's even loosened up, but I do need to do it. Yeah, I did one barrel with those self the 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 one tappers that I got, and I like the look of them, but I think I'm just gonna go through and use the ones you used. Short answer yeah. on my on your question though is I get the I get the vanilla from the oak. Yeah, but I don't get a bourbon smell off. Yeah, of it you mean like that. three three conversations ago or three times? Yeah, ago. three four conversations ago. <laughs> But I do get a nice smell off of it. Um, so congratulations on a new on your career position. We got uh, old Boltani twelve going down the gullet. Mm. That Ooh. does not taste how it smells. I'm getting like a you get like a saltiness on that. A little bit salted caramel. That's interesting. It's good. That doesn't taste anything like it smells, but it ain't bad. No, it's good. I think it's very good. Matter of fact, I would I would put that against a, a Glenfiddich or a Glenlivet twelve, mm-hmm. and for, it's for much less money. I would recommend that. I don't know. I think it's got a completely different flavor profile than, entirely than the than the twelve. But it doesn't have a forty dollars scotch 12. profile. That's the thing. It doesn't. Well, very true. It does not taste quite like you would expect for an unknown. I'd call it unknown. Maybe a lot of scotch drinkers know this one, but I would say probably not. And it's definitely missing something on the back end too. Everything you get is is as soon as you take your sip and as soon as you swallow it, it's over. Yeah. Everything you get is right up front. You get exactly what you you know what's there, and there's nothing more. Smell it now. Get a deep nose on it. You almost get a little more of the oak, like actual wood, not not so much the yeah. vanilla from it, but the actual. If you were to put your nose against oak hardwood, try and try and smell that now. See what you think. I mean, I like it. I, it's not going to be my everyday drinker, but that's because we have so many things to choose from at this point. Uh, yeah. Let me see here. What is it? What is this? I want to know more about these awards. When were these things won? I just can't believe it scored at ninety-five points. I mean, these these are out of a hundred points, so it scored ninety-five points. Yeah. Um, Where some I that believe probably it's the it's the IWSC, and I I want to say that's like international wine and spirits competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm you know if I'm remembering I, that right, I will say that if you're a person who likes a bourbon or a scotch that has more natural wood flavors than fruit flavors, this one is there. The and smell isn't is very complex either. No, it's not, and that's not a bad thing necessarily if you're breaking your palate in. But let me see that bottle one more time. Is this? I wonder if that's what they were. T- so that little bit of saltiness I was saying I was getting in there. Yeah. I wonder if that. Yeah, this is the bottle I read. Yep, delicate hint of sea air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if, I'm, I don't know. Hey. Maybe it did something that the uh, Jefferson Oceans couldn't do. Just you know a, what I mean? Just a sea hair of sea air? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Jefferson Oceans, man. That that was, I mean, listen, I get what they were trying to do, but no, just no, didn't work. And not for the cost either. Not for the cost. Like mm. 90 bucks a bottle or something like that. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of um, almost like a coal... Like a charcoal on it. Maybe that's where the part part of the salt, like the sulfury, salty, kind of an interesting blend. I would say if you're if you're new uh-huh. to scotch, this wouldn't be a bad place to start, but it's not gonna break you into some of the, like you said, more complex ending flavors like you yeah. get from the other whiskeys. Yeah, I don't get a lot of wow factor from this. I mean it's good, it's definitely unique yeah. for the price point. I'd have a bottle of it sitting around. But I would put there's this, nothing I'd put this around a three and a half to four in our rating scale, which is yeah. still not bad considering if, some of the more expensive whiskeys haven't broken seven. I think it would score higher on the bottle than anything else in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it yeah, it definitely ain't bad. But hey, if you got friends that don't know scotch or don't love scotch, this is perfect because yep. it's cheap. Yep, yep. This costs you a little bit more than a bottle of Jack Daniels in the same size, and it's worth uh, it's worth mountains more than Jack Daniels anyway. Uh, but I'm definitely not gonna I'm not gonna write home and say it's my replacement day drinker. I think uh, I let you try one earlier that we're gonna review next week or the week after. That is probably my 
replacement day drinker for the same reasons I told you. Now, we can actually talk about that a little bit if okay. you want to kind of hybrid yeah. in. Um, we picked up the um, Nectar Ore from Glen Morangi. And this guy, I've got it right here next to me. Oh, how generous you are! You're like we, we, we. No, it is a we. It's, it's a. This yeah, is but, a team effort. Yeah, but is this this giant box of shit that you mm, ordered? No money, money from me. Below jobs to come from you later. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Highland single malt whiskey, Scotch Daddy. whiskey. This guy is in uh, Saturn's cask finish, and um, the uh, full aging is in American oak bourbon barrels. So you get a little bit of that. But this particular Glen Merengue, if you guys get a chance to listen to us next week, the Nectar d'Or is what this one is. Uh, not that expensive, not that cheap, just uh, just shy seventy dollars, um, but a little bit more proof to it, a little bit higher ABV, so you get a little burn. You actually know what you're drinking. The flavors are also not all that complex, but it's Glen Morangi, so Glen Morangi makes good whiskey. They know what they're doing. This is yeah, my the, this is my river whiskey. This is what. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. your kayak and whiskey. Yes, this Hell is yeah. my kayak and whiskey. Not this exact. Uh, oh, which that's coming up, man. We're getting oh, closer so and closer soon. to kayak and season. Shout out to everybody who loves Fishing. to get on the water. I cannot mm. wait to get back on the water. You know, if so I don't I, drown myself here in a bathtub first, I'll be looking forward to kayaking in <laughs> April. No, no repeats of our last trip. Well, although at least it'll be above freezing, so it won't be too much of a worry. Check local <laughs> listings. It could be fifty-two degree water in, in April. Still, yeah, so. yeah, true, true. It did snow uh, four inches here last weekend. So yeah, not yeah. good. So um, I, I just did a quick Google search on this bottle, and now I'm finding others. So we're drinking the Pultani Twelve. Okay. And they have a fifteen, eighteen, and then they have an old Pultani option. <laughs> it sounds like somebody's dog. Yeah. Merry old Pultani. Come on oh, over here. Come on. Tell me you ate my sauce because you're going to get, on, you're gonna get the bullet today. I got to zoom in on this. Is this called a HUD? Oh, hmm. man. Where's it at? I'm going to argue with you. Huddard? 100 year old? 100? What, on the uh, complexity? I, I'm not going to argue that the complexity is there. I'm going to argue that the ending flavors, while simple, there are a couple that grow on me. I don't know. Mine just die off. Again, though, I mean, we've been through this. So I know I've mentioned it before. I'm, I'm still, and at this point, I'm getting worried that none of that, the, the tastes and smells that I've lost aren't coming back. But there's still, I mean, there's, there's things that I've loved my entire life that don't taste or smell the same to me anymore. So I'd like to say that your your whiskey palate's pretty strong though, because we've had pretty uh, agreeable results. There, yeah, I mean, it's it definitely is, but they're again like. You know, we're talking about the longevity of yeah. the taste at this point. I mean, my shit could just die off. At you know, I get I get a weird mm-hmm. charcoal on this mm-hmm. that comes back to me after I've let it sit for a minute, yeah. and then I get more of the oak sweet at the end. But it's really it's really quick. You're right. Uh, not no, the alcohol burn is there uh, at the end a little bit, but um, it's really pretty mild on that respect too. And it's only a forty percent. It's an eighty proof. So. I'm not sure where I stand on this one. I think I would buy it again if I could find it in local shops. I don't think I would pay to get it shipped again. I think I've learned a hard lesson there that this one probably is not one that... Don't go out and seek this out on the internet unless you really just have the money and want to try it, Yeah. which is kind of where I landed. I was like, hey, I got uh, you know, I got a couple hundred bucks to burn on scotch. I'm going to go ahead and pick up a couple bottles I've always wanted to try and then pick up a couple that I've never had and wing it. And we've got another one upstairs, uh, Kilkeman. I think that was a 12, but that's also a peated whiskey, and I cannot wait because it smells good. Oh, that I, one? I'm excited to try that I one. I vowed to not try yeah. it without you here. And that one, uh, now i got to look. Give me a second. I'm going to be a nerd hipster and get on my phone. But I think that one, I have the price for that guy up here, too. Uh, you know, so I was, uh, so in this Google search, I do see that the tasting uh, notes or the tasting um, description in here is dry, uh, medium-bodied, and smooth. Um, reminiscence of honey and cream, faintly salty, with okay. a slight spicy note. I can see all uh, these things. And a long, sweet, or a sweet, long-lasting finish. You know, I'm not getting much of the spice. I'm, I'm definitely smelling the vanilla, but I'm not even tasting it. I'm not getting much of the spice. I'm not getting the long-lasting uh, finish. I'm definitely, I'm getting the sweet vanilla smell. I'm getting the saltiness on the drink. And that, I mean, aside from that, it's just your typical whiskey. Yeah, I'll throw that out. I agree. Too. So, here, all right, here is a question, though. So, I agree what you said. Uh, you know what it is for the price. Obviously, Greg provided this bottle, so thank you very much, sir. Sure, sure, but sure. hey, but in the name of it, science, my friend, in the in the name <laughs> of of pure experimentation. So, um, would you, if you saw both of these sitting on the shelf, uh, at your liquor store, would you choose? This bottle we have in front of us, or would you choose Monkey Shoulder? Monkey Shoulder, yeah, hands facts. down. I already know hands that was coming. That, no I question. feel like that's going to be our cheap, um, or bu- I should say budget 
uh, I think comparison did, for every bottle we do. We need to build a, um, a podium system like they have at the Olympics, first, mm-hmm. second, and third, and put Monkey Shoulder on it. And every episode that we get one that gets close to beating it, put it next to it. Yeah, yeah. But this is this is actually this is surpassing the price of Monkey Shoulder, which is just around thirty bucks a bottle. And, and I don't this, think it's as good. Not even close. Mm-mm. Now you you know you mentioned that, and I was I didn't even think about it, but I'm, I'm remiss that I didn't bring up like, hey, comparatively speaking, it's not. Now I would still say Monkey Shoulder. I'd be selfish. I'd buy it. Yes, it's not that expensive, but I wouldn't let my friends come drink it all because <laughs> I'd want to have some. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. I really want to try their uh, monkey shoulder. Has the uh, the double? What is it? Double smoked? Double black? Double, double. I think I think it's double smoked. Actually, I think you were right on the that right it's, on the. It's channel. a. They have a peated whiskey that they did that that is intentionally supposed to like rake everybody out of the coals pretty much and and put themselves in the middle of that fire. They're supposed to be the new whiskey. Well, uh, but you can't get it in the states. I don't know where the hell to buy it. So well, come on, monkey shoulder. It's get not me. only that, but it, you know, I've been I've been pretty disappointed with. With non Isla scotches that are pretending to, to be Isla. Well, here's yeah. the thing: Monkey Shoulders blended though, so they could blend in a good. They could blend in a good Isla. That's true, but then no, that's that's absolutely true. They could do that, but that also makes me wonder uh, more about the Glenfiddich process because that Glenfiddich, which one was it? The Fire and Cane. Fire and Cane. I don't yeah. even look. We we've got that bottle. Sounds uh, like the name of a gay porn. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we've done better with the fucking. You could have done better with the name, guys. We've drank it a couple times, and I just I, I can't believe it's it's that bad. Yeah, it tastes like uh, anybody out there who drinks like the mios, like the flavor, like the flavor additives for water. It tastes like somebody took a Isla Scotch mio and tried to mix it in with their regular <laughs> scotch. Like the flavor sits on top of everything. Yep, it's not it incorporated does. with it. And that um, and, and that to weird. that point exactly. I didn't like that. Yeah, to that point exactly. You can taste. What is Glenfiddich inside of that whiskey all day long? Yeah, and it and it almost pisses you off because then you get a hint of this this peated whiskey that just doesn't fit. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna break into the peated whiskeys. We may even do that this episode. This episode was really meant to be uh, just about the Pultini, but I'm not I'm not in love enough to sit here and talk about it for 45 minutes to an hour. No, no, I agree. So we may build. I mean, we it's... may break into the Kilkeman and see how it is. Hey, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. Um, that one that you were talking about, by the way, is the monkey shoulder. It's called the smoke, smoky monkey, smoky monkey, smoky monkey. Yeah. And I, dude, I would love it. I would love to try that. Sounds a little brutal, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, we burnt this monkey. It's fine, you know. But I do really want to try that one. It, it looked, uh, it looked incredible on their site. Careful, you might uh, stop us again there with your mouse, your little recording. Uh, you're sitting on top of keys. Oh, I see you. I heard I is. That might have been what happened earlier. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, never mind, Jake. He uh, he's used to recording on um, uh, phonograph, which uh, looked that one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Technologically disabled. Hey, shout out to uh, Mister Mister Mark S. He has been uh, asking us about this and and asking. He, oh, you guys really? You know, he, he enjoys it. Of course, he uh, <laughs> he said the same thing to me that he said to you. You guys. Uh, you're pretty drunk at uh, those, and, and you know the time that that he listened. We had done a couple, and I got to say this because you should know this. And anybody gets into podcasting to do whiskeys, don't do like if you intend on doing three in a day, do two short episodes. Only pour yourself a half an ounce of each, and then do the ounce at the big the big one at the end. Yeah, I think the lessons learned is that I'm just going to start pouring them for now on. Oh, I don't think it was me. I don't think it was me. I, I think maybe at some point it was me. <laughs> but the problem was we started out with big glasses, and that's what gets you. Hey, you so, know what, though? I had a good time the entire time. That's yeah, what really matters. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. 70% our of the time, uh, we I get it right time. every time. That's right. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, it was a good time, but uh, but that's something to keep in mind. But uh, shout out to Mr. Mark. Uh, we're going to have him on, I think, in the next few weeks when he's back in town. He's doing a lot of traveling as well. Uh, sit down. We're going to get a third microphone and stuff and get him on here. Yeah, he out. was he was another one where he was like, "Hey, uh, you know, these things are getting pretty long." He's like, "You know, you guys are doing like an hour an hour pot." And I'm just like, "Dude, when me and you were sitting here BSing and we're having a good time, yeah, an hour goes by. I mean, how what, what are we in now? We're in 18 almost, minutes. Yeah, doesn't even feel like it. You know Feels what? Like we've been sitting here BSing 19 for, minutes. And you know what? It, mm-hmm. When we when we went to an hour, it's because 40 minutes went by where we did absolutely nothing and then realized we had a point to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and almost well, got know. to it at the end. It's so yeah. hard to it's so hard to judge these things because you know some podcasts are just straight reviews. Uh, YouTube channels, whatever the case may be. Some I want ours them, to be less substance, more stupid. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a fine line to yeah. ride, right? So right now, you know, we're, we're reviewing this one. It wasn't that great. There wasn't really a lot to talk about. I mean, it, it's a whiskey. It's drinkable. But we've had so many, so many 
well, I, yeah, we've had a lot of whiskeys, but even in the budget category, there are still a few that are better than this one. I'd put it almost as a as a mm. Glenfiddich 14 with 80% of the flavor stripped away because you do get that sweet oak. You actually broke my heartstrings a little bit when you I know. tried to compare it to Glenfiddich you, 14. You thought I was going to take For it. For a second, I was I like, know. ah, where are <laughs> yeah, you going? I'm leaving. Fix I'm yourself. Leaving. <laughs> Check yourself before no. you wreck your No, So, yeah, no, I, I would agree. Yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, it's 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 good. It's drinkable. It's worth having on the shelf. Uh, it's different, right? Bottle looks cool, all that goodness. But uh, pure contents of the bottle, nah, man, I'd, I'd go with the monkey shoulder. No I'm whistle pig, though, am stuff. I right? No whistle pig. Oh, I didn't have the thing Did turned you up. just try to hit a button? Yep. Yeah. That's what you get for not knowing how to record. Again, listen, I got nothing. I got necessarily nothing bad to say about the whiskey that's in that bottle uh, of whistle pig. I still re- I'd, I'd review it like this one. You know, I mean, it's good. Yep. It's a bottle. It's drinkable. But man, when you're paying 80, 90 bucks for a, a bottle that should be every uh, bit of 35. I was going to say, yeah. can you review it like this one? And the answer is probably not because this one, you could throw that in my backyard and I'd be like, eh, we got some. We got to try it. Yeah, yeah you know? right. <laughs> you dump it out and put it in my dog bowl. She's fine. She'd probably be like, this isn't very good. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Usually a better scotch. She than wouldn't this. even drink it. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Old Pultani, get with the program. We will someday try one of your other ones, like a 15. But I gotta say, if it's if it's if it's like a Glenfiddich where they use a very similar process along the way, I'm not gonna be that impressed there either because you know no. a lot of things are gonna carry over then. And that's kind of what's making me wonder um, you know, what some of these other ones are like. Uh, like this 15 or 18 here. I don't even know what this other one is, but this 15 or 18, I mean, if they're reasonably priced, right? 50 bucks a bottle. Could be all right. Grabbing one. Why don't you see what it goes for? That's um, what I am working got on. Got the old Googs machine there. Yeah. The old Google machine. What the hell is that thing called? Shout out to your laptop. Uh, HP. What the oh, hell is it called? That's a good one. It starts it, with a V. Victus. Victus. Good good little machine if you're looking for a gaming laptop. Dude, Side really note is. here. And we're, even... uh, we're tech people, and uh, I can tell you that what he got into this thing for, uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Got it on sale. Thank you to you, by the way, for my pleasure. As I sit next uh, to my 3080 Ti desktop that doesn't get any use because I'm always out of town. There's that. Yeah. Hey, somebody come rob my house and take my computer so I can put it on insurance and buy better. I was gonna say. There you go. Yeah. Don't actually do that because you'll get shot by someone. But uh, you know. Let's see. What does this thing actually run? Hmm. All right. Now this is the 15 you're talking about. Yes. Oh, they have a they have a 21 year. And let me tell you, it is out of the price range of any bottle we've bought. They're twenty-one year. What eight hundred bucks more? Are you kidding me? No, nine ninety-nine ninety-nine. Okay, it better be like it better come with a fucking Hummer. I'm mean, that's all I'm saying. I don't mean the car, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dude, I could buy a car. This twenty-one year of old, old. I'm gonna mess this up every time I say it. Old Pultani. Pultani. Old Pultani. Old Poonani. Yeah, old Poonani. Uh, <laughs> no this, wonder it tastes stale. This, <laughs> this this 21 year is more expensive than Glenfiddich 30 year. That's ridiculous. Okay, we wouldn't even think about it. Mm-mm, you know what no. I'd buy instead? Especially not after this. I would buy. Not after this experience. Basically buy five bottles of Downmore Cigar Malt and stock my freezer. <laughs> would yeah. Stock oh for the God. winter, baby. God, it's still so good. If anybody's looking for a good $200 bottle of whiskey, Downmore Cigar Malt is so far as we can tell, and we've gone above that price range already. We had the the twenty one year uh, rum cask reserva, right? And it, yeah, just, which it didn't I would even hold up. Still, rather have Glenn Glenn uh, Glenn Livet, yeah, Livet for fifty forty bucks, fifty it bucks. Cr- cr- it wasn't a reserve; it was just Caribbean rum cask, right? I think they call it rum cask reserve as r- well. R- yeah, okay. Dude, I have to look, yeah, dude, the fifteen year. And you know these are just the standard websites, right? Yeah. There's like uh, wine shoppers and um, cask cartel, and uh, what's the, what was the other one? I was just on total total wine and spirits. Oh yeah. So you know, like this 15 year is 140 bucks, which is nuts. Com- it, I mean, it better be a significant jump over the. Okay, so I, I, I'm I intrigued. Be, but full disclosure, I spent money to ship this stuff. So you figure I got uh, two, four, five bottles, and I spent 70 bucks to ship it, give or take. So. Even if you add a little portion of that to this bottle, I still got this bottle for under, I'd call it under under seventy bucks, right? I paid, so it I it's it's not great. It's not great for under seventy bucks. Yeah, I assume if I found this in a store near us, it'd be fifty nine ninety nine, and it's probably not even close to worth that. So here's the here's a wine dot com uh, listing for it for forty seven ninety nine, and then here is the Glenfiddich or damn it, here's the old uh, Pultani. 15 year for 140. No thanks. So, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. 
Look, here's the thing, and Old Platini should take this to heart. I'm sorry. They've probably been doing this longer than I've been alive. If you're going to put a whiskey out and then you're going to put your high-end whiskeys way above in price point, the ones that you can buy in every state, everywhere. Make your low-end shit better. You need to make sure that low-end drags me in kicking and screaming. I want to be the guy that goes, I fucking love Glenlivet, but this Old Platini is so much better. There's no way I can skip. I've got to go get that instead of the Glenlivet. But this is not the case right now. I wouldn't even say that I'm intrigued at the 15-year. I'm, like, dumbfounded. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, not intriguing. Not uh, at all. You feel like you'd be wasting money. It could be the best damn whiskey That van says free candy. That's right. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't fall for that I one don't twice. Know. Let me tell you. I don't know. Mm, and I got, a little, I got a little surprise up my sleeve. What do you... Okay, so here, do you, do you want to stick in the single malt... Uh, non-Isla, like Highlander Space Side, or do you want to jump into that uh, Isla and see how it is? I do want to jump into the Isla as long as we ain't drinking anything else because it'll just ruin the, yeah, the we're, palate. We're about halfway through an episode. You pick. Are we gonna? I'm gonna either get you something unique, or we're gonna, or we actually we could even do the uh, Nectar d'Or if you want because I got more whiskeys upstairs you haven't tried yet. Yeah, no, I want to try that one. All right, I'm we're gonna, gonna we're gonna rinse out our glasses and do Nectar d'Or. Go ahead and uh, let, let's we'll, we'll be uh, we're gonna go ahead and get cleaned up and give us another try. Yeah, so, uh, oh, that wasn't a very good bottle pop. This thing's kind of, that's all right. There we go. You had a little fud out of it. A little fud, yep. A little fud. This, again, is the Nectar d'Or. D'Or from Glen Morangi. This is a Highland. You pour the glass, my good man. This is a Highland single malt scotch whiskey with the Sodern's uh, cask finish, but this is, of course, in American oak barrels. Um, A little bit higher proof, which is interesting because typically... We don't see that. When you get in a really good scotch, as they start to get a little lower or they maintain. And uh, this one is 46%, so 91, 92 proof, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit higher up there. Now, there's not a there's not an age statement on that bottle, is there? Probably not. Actually, I don't think there is. Bummer. Um, Whatever. What we do know about it, though, is that it is... Um, crafted, crafted by the 16 men of Taint. Oh, Taint, I'm sorry. Distilled <laughs> <laughs> no, in Scotland since 1843. And then what was that... Uh, how did you pronounce that uh, that wine cask? Uh, Saunterns. Saunterns. Yeah. yeah. So we do, you know, did a little bit of research on that, and it turns out it is a um, it is a wine cask, and it is a uh, sweet dessert wine. So that's yeah, gonna so be just, that's gonna be interesting. Give this a wave. Yeah. He's a, Jake's taking the bottle. He's gonna go a like wave. one inch below the nose. Wave. It is an interesting like sweet candy smell. Ooh. Good, huh? I don't even get that out of the out of this old Glen Cairn glass, which is really that, a place. To that smell. actually, this really reminds me of that uh, the the bourbon barrel. Yeah, smelling it burning. Yeah, a little bit, huh, a little bit. That was good, yeah, but only on the bottle. It doesn't it doesn't happen. In your, here's your glass. This one's yours. Thank you, sir. Thank I you. I poured yours you. and put it away because I know how the last episode turned out. <laughs> yeah, well, me. that was a that was a Saturday's worth of recording, and by our last episode, I got to tell you, you're having too, a good time, man. I think we intended. Uh, sub subconsciously kind of intended to get a little too buzzed because we had a crap, yeah, crap storm before that. Yep. So and and knew one another one was coming the week after. So yeah, yep. Oh, oh, you're right, dude. Hey, take a finger, dip it, and rub that like you do with your bourbons. I'm telling you right now, all you smell is oak from a bourbon barrel. Go ahead. Oh God, that smells good! Isn't that crazy? That's exactly Why what those what barrels. My sister in law sells. Uh, what is it called? Sensi. Why can't Sensi get on their shit and make a good whiskey candle? Well, thing? it all starts and ends with the fact that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow made a smells like my vagina candle. That's why everything's going downhill now. Did she really? Did you see the Super Bowl commercial? They're all no. eating, they're all eating stuff. It's a new Eats commercial. Yeah, they're eating or DoorDash, I think. Whatever, whichever one's delivering stuff that's not food. And they're all eating stuff, and it's all shit that shouldn't be eaten, like the carpet. They're eating like household cleaning. So I got it from DoorDash. Yeah. Can I eat it? Like, and that's the whole joke. But one of the parts is is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow eating this thing that says "smells like mine." She's covering the word vagina. It's her candle, and she eats it. And she goes, "Ooh!" And then looks at the camera. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, it's a pretty funny joke, dude. I just I just came across some memes and looked into it, and unfortunately, it's real. We got famous Uh-oh. people that are selling their own bath water online, making money. How famous do I have to be to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm telling you, man. I'll tell you, that water after I fell in the river kayaking with you in November, that bath water in my uh, yeah. giant spa tub, that could have been sold for something because there was <laughs> there was uh, blood, sweat, tears, tissue, everything you can imagine in there. You could have made your own Greg out of what was in that. Probably. There's probably one in the sewer somewhere crying for food right now. Yep. Dude, the... Oh. 
All right, so I'm just looking through here just to see what all Glen Morangi offers. They got a lot of stuff. They really do. And they, and they they really seem to specialize in all of it. They're so good at it that it almost seems like they're specializing well, everywhere. I went ahead and jumped ahead and took a quick just sip of that because I wanted to I wanted to wet my whistle. And that's good. Yeah, it's really good. Cheers. Definitely better than the uh, the uh, pult. I'm already messing up. Pult Pultini. Yeah, oh, oh, Pultini. Pultini. That might be that might be how you say it. Pult. That's Pultney. probably why it tastes bad. We're saying it wrong. Pultini. Old Pultini. Jesus, you think we'd really get ourselves straight before we dedicated a 30-minute uh, podcast about The something. unbendable metal, yeah. trying to turn Jake straight. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's worlds better. Oh, God, that's a good drink. That is worlds better. So this is the one you were saying just has become your new daily drinker. I think this would become mine, and I, I really yeah. thought it might become yours only because you get a lot of that oak <clears> and... <throat> Because you like to drink a whiskey that you can feel when you're drinking it. And you do. You yep. definitely do. Yep. I mean, I'm still, you know, my esophagus. I was going to say esophageal. Esophageal. That, well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I esophageal mean, wall we're, lining. We're getting whatever. there. Now, I'm still feeling it all the way down. <laughs> he hasn't been drinking this week. I haven't been drinking in a while, man. Honestly, the last time we got together, aside from uh, I had a buddy, you know, shout out to uh, shout out to Steve. I had a buddy who- Steve, uh, Mr. Steve yeah, You know, and, and I'll go ahead and bring this up for anybody who is uh, Costco members. Um, their, uh, what is their liquor brand? Kirk, Kirkland, Kirkland. That's their local brand or their store brand. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what he, I forget exactly what it was, but it was their seven year bourbon. That was the age statement that was on it. Pretty good, man. For being, uh, I think I want to say he said it was like a $35 bottle or something like that. Mm. Uh, yeah. We got to try some of that. Seven year age statement on it. I've had a couple glasses. It ain't bad. Now, I mean, I wouldn't put it in there. The A. Smith Bowman's that we've had, um, which one? That port. That port. Oh, oh, God, that stuff's good. I got this amazing, almost grape taste. I thought you were telling me to get closer to the mic no. again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, not again. All right. <laughs> we really got to set those up so I know what's what here. We need to label them. Yep. Well, if only you knew how to read. No, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, See you. what happened? <laughs> There's no words on them. It's just colors. Um, now what, what I was going to say was I got a real weird, almost grape or cherry at the end. This has been sitting <laughs> in my aftertaste kind of area for a while, but you know, what? full disclosure to all of you. If I, if I take out my tooth, I start to talk like I'm from the mountains, which I am originally. But, uh, if I put back in my tooth, I turn into this guy who does an engineering job as a daily living. Uh, but, uh, what I actually have going on here is a retainer that holds a little bit of the whiskey kind of flavor in the back of my mouth and, you know, works well if I got to pay my bills by performing fellatio as well, but that's, you know, <laughs> usually don't need any extra money. Um, no, but really I did get a little at the very, very deep end, kind of the back of my mouth. I got a little bit of yeah. grape to it. It's good. little fruit almost, but not the apple, not the pear. It's a little different. I could see it, but it would definitely, I get where you're coming from with the grape. It would definitely be a dry wine for me because of that high alcohol yeah. kind of kind of drying up the tongue a little bit it kind of gives you that sure. tartness well, to it that's that where sense. your your palate um is advanced beyond mine because you have the wine drinking in your history that i don't do yep yep me and the wife do like wine i'll give her i'll give us that her, you know what's funny thing. i think it's hilarious because out of out of the both of us uh you know we both like wine and i like whiskey i like wine and whiskey the most but she'll go for a craft beer, like a hipster. That's amazing. Yeah, dude, it's it's hilarious. Listen, watch your mouth. I tap craft <laughs> yeah. beer in my house. <laughs> no, she'll she'll go for a, she'll she'll just drink beer all day. <clears throat> it's funny. She'll sit in front of the she'll sit in front of the TV, crack open a, a Miller Light, yell at the TV, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, watching a football game or something like that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the garage and do something. And I hear her just like, run, bitch, run, ah. run, yeah. <laughs> Babe, is that food done? <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching my boy score a touchdown. Why don't you check? Yeah, right. That's how I think Ange talks. She does. She's real polite and real um, elegant and articulate when people uh, are around. And then uh, articulate. Uh, articulate. Uh, yeah, that's just rude. No. <laughs> no, it is rude. Whatever. <laughs> I'm the stupidest person you know. So you know what, man? I am. I'm like. I'm kind of going back and forth now. I got two web pages opened up where I'm I'm comparing the um, old uh, Pultani to this Glen Morangi, and by all accounts, man, this this old Pultani really just—I mean, it's good. Again, it's good, but it just doesn't do a lot for me. Doesn't give me a—you know—I'm I'm I'm half masting it. 
That's what I'll say. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, that's sweetie. That's what I would expect yeah. in my house. I'm half masting it. That's for damn sure. Wait till you're fat, then you can only half mast it. <laughs> it's that's, just not. That's by skin folds. You can't help yourself. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> now I really do. Uh, I really do like the the Glenmorangie though. That's 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 hitting it for me in all the right spots. I don't know that it's going to be my favorite, but I'd argue that both of us probably, if we could afford to, we would probably pick. A nice peated whiskey is our favorite, and that's why I got the Kilkaman, yeah. which I wish I had down here, because that one, it got some good reviews too, but so did the Old Pultaney, so who knows? Yep. I just did a quick Google. I've, I was like, F it. I'm going to try this. No Tom Effery in this place right here. And I thought I'd try this, and if it's good, it'll become the one that I buy. Maybe I'll go buy six bottles from them and keep it, Yeah. because I can't find it on the shelves here. Or maybe I'll get it when I'm out of state and bring back one at a time, whatever. So we'll see, um, but that one's going to be. I hope it's promising because it smells really good. So on the on the note of um, or on the topic of Ilas um, Ilas Conscious, I <clears throat> I found those uh, when I was in Westminster, going back home. Yeah, I forget what I was up up in Westminster, Maryland for, but either way, uh, swung by a, a liquor store right off of um, uh, one forty, and uh, found what was it smoke. Monster, I believe, and Smokehead. Nice. Yep, yep. So Smokehead's one that I've heard of. The other one, it was just a one-off bottle that I've never tried before. You know what? But they're both eyeless, or they're both peated scotches. Smoke Monster would go great with that Swamp Thing cigar you found from. Oh uh, yeah. Drew, was it Drew Estates? Yeah, Drew Estates, uh, Kentucky Fire Cured. They have a Swamp Thing, and swamp they have thing. a Swamp Rat. And I think the I think the only difference is the size. Uh, mm. I think the ones I got are like the the swamp things. They're Which the, is uh, the fifty two by sixes or five yeah, and a halfs. They're probably a six. Yeah. They were a pretty big cigar. Yeah, but that Fucking would be delicious. That'd be good. They actually licking that wrapper almost makes you think you're drinking a peated scotch. It's really interesting. It's it, it's like if you were drinking a peated scotch while inhaling uh, exhaust from a car, though. It's pretty strong, okay. but they taste good. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, is it good? Yeah. Damn. I just want to pull a picture of it up so that way you can actually see it. Oh, mm. uh, here she is. Take a look at that. Oh, nice. That badass man. looking. Yeah. I like That's that. almost, you should do your entire above your counter, your cabinets with yeah. that. Just all those. Well, the, uh, the, because it came in a, a similar like gifting tin like the Glenn Fittick do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's up there. It's up there around the uh, good stuff. top of the kitchen. And then the other one, the other one that I got, that was, and not that anybody on this podcast can hear or see what I'm doing here, but, um, uh, oh, with podcasting 2.0, we could actually put these pictures into our podcast, but uh, that's another thing that I need to figure out. Oh, oh, got habanero juice on the finger. Just rub the eye. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. That's going to hurt for a while. Goodbye, Greg. <laughs> look at oh, that one. That's Doesn't cool, that look too. neat? Yeah, yeah oh, Compass man. Box. That's what it was. Compass Box, the Pete Monster. So I, I got this bottle at the house also, but look at how light that is. I was kind of intrigued by it. Well, that's how the Kilkerman is, too. It kind of makes me wonder. And It is true. It is pretty light. Not as light as that. Smells smells phenomenal, though. I can't wait to try I, it. I feel like there's something to be said but, about the way they make these, you know, and all the bottles we've had that are pretty good and more expensive, like the Talisker and the Lagavulin 16, or even the Offerman edition, those are all still, in a, they're, but they're all in a green bottle. So yeah. you don't notice it. And when you put it into a glass, they're it's hard light. to tell. Yeah. They're light, but they're all, they're all good. You need a good three inches of whiskey to look through to really tell, I yeah. think. And so you put it in a bottle, that thing right there looks like... Pea water. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like lemon water. Yep. Is really what it looks oh, like. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know we were being all politically correct. You know? <laughs> it looks like it looks like Gatorade uh, lemon. That one really does. That picture yeah. does. So, hey. But I'm excited for, to try it. Thanks for hanging out with our um, our uh, You Can't See the Crap We're Looking At podcast. We're a bunch of a-holes. But uh, <laughs> look up the Pete Monster. What was it called? What was the brand? Compass Box. Compass Box. It's got a pretty cool label on yeah, it. Yeah, it was a neat looking bottle. Got a little monster on the front. One Looks of those neat. things, that even if you don't it. love it, it's worth putting on a shelf. Yeah, and I think that was actually the most expensive out of the two. I think the Compass Box, that was like 65 or 70 bucks. Okay. And then the um, the Smokehead was only like 48 I want to say so. Not, I mean, it was pretty comparable to the uh, the old Pulteney. So, <laughs> well, let's hope it's not comparable in price flavor. wise. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I appreciate everybody joining us. Um, we we have not gotten because we have professional lives that we have to live in personal lives. Unfortunately, we have not gotten to get out and really hit the concrete and try and get this thing. So if you're if you're if you're one of our friends, Mister Mark or anybody else that has this, that's and it. Just you Mark. Know, just Mark. <laughs> just Mark and his wife. Mrs. Which, Mrs. B. S. is what we'll call her. Which which he knows, right? Mark yep. Mark does the same thing. He's aware. Yeah, he knows how it works. But we we really don't have 
we don't have the time to, to beat the pavement yet and go out and, and, and spread the word. So you're a few listeners, but thank you for joining us for this one, because it is nice to get, you know, really the, the, the mission statement kind of our, of our podcast is we can afford better whiskeys, but our goal, especially after monkey shoulder, I think we've kind of inadvertently turned towards, we've realized how stupid we were being. Yeah. How, how (laughs) many things can we find that don't beat the monkey shoulder? So I've always been a man of like, you know, I always like the generic brands that you can find that are just perfect replacements for the name brand, Yeah, which has never been shoes, never been jeans, never been, there's a few things, right? Mm -hmm. But there are things in food. There are things in, in cleaners and, and, you know, personal soaps and stuff. Just little shit like that that you could find. Like, I found the generic that's better. Like, that bar of soap lasts three weeks longer. Yeah. Smells better. Cleans me better. It's that same thing with scotch for me. I want to find that generic brand, which I think we might have. The Golden Child Monkey Shoulder. We mm-hmm. found that. It's under 40 bucks. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed, <laughs> mil- self-proclaimed millionaires. I feel like they. I feel like they have perfected a cheap scotch that beats out. 15 year and in cases of well, 18 years probably one or two scotches i mean it's crazy to think that here's here's another thing to another aspect to, to take into account you know we've been sitting here bragging about monkey shoulder for what maybe two months well at least on every have podcast we even, we've done in two have or we three even months had it on an episode yet yeah 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 we did it oh. uh we did it during the um the battle of the gl- no it wasn't battle yeah of the that's Glens. right it was it we was. did it during one of those during guerrilla yeah, warfare yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Guerrilla warfare. Love the name. Glenn Livick, Glenn Fittick. Courtesy. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, we've we've done it all. <laughs> that was on the night that turned into a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, it was. We've we did all of that, all of our reviews and all of our bullshitting about it over two bottles that were bought on the same day in the same store at the same time. Who's For to say very close price? Yeah. yeah. Well, who who's to say that, you know, give them a year, maybe, maybe a batch that we get a year from now. Is not going to taste anywhere close to the batch that we have now. I mean, they are, uh, what was it, batch twenty six or batch twenty nine or something like that? Is what they or oh twenty seven? I just stumbling all around that. Yeah, so batch twenty six or twenty nine. I want to say yeah. twenty eight. I don't know thirty three. Even twenty seven. I don't know which one it is. Is it twenty five? <laughs> no, it yeah, is so, twenty seven. So yeah. you know, batch twenty seven. I mean, who's to say that if we buy a bottle a year from now, it'll be just as good? Well, because that's they are it. blended, right? I, I bought it when it's I like I, Johnny Walker's. Their their blue labels change yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, every year, I have I have two bottles of Johnny Walker at the house. Both of them are blue label. One is the year of the rat, I want to say, and then the other one's just straight blue label. Yeah, and they they I don't want to say they taste completely different, but they're not the same whiskey. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. And I can't yeah. speak to consistency because when I had <clears throat> Monkey Shoulder, well, we'll find out. <laughs> oh, you're gonna learn today. Oh, we're gonna. Learn. We should go find one from when. So when I moved to Virginia, it was 2013, end of the year ish, mm-hmm. right? December. I bought a bottle. <coughs> At that around that time, mm-hmm. you gonna take a quick pause. Excuse me, excuse no, we're us. Good. Greg's dying. Hang on, I'm dying. <laughs> I know CPR. Just call, saying, call the call. The, you know, no, don't call anybody. No, you do. DNR, motherfucker. Um, what I did was I bought a bottle not long after I moved in because somebody had got me into scotch. I told you about this on an earlier yeah, episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy that I tutored with got me a Glenlivet 12, and I was like, "This is like I've never had a whiskey where you can sip it." And actually, time like break apart the flavor. Never yeah. had one. And I mean, Glenlivet Twelve is is everyday shit. Back then, it was like thirty five bucks a bottle or something. It's gone up significantly since. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you order it online, you can even still find it for that price. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Glenfiddich. this was this was back in two thousand and eleven, probably yeah. or, mm-hmm. or early twenty twelve. Again, whenever you order it online, because they expect you to pay shipping costs and all that kind of stuff. So they make their money back on purpose there too. Yeah. But yeah. I got down to Virginia and I thought, okay, I've got Glenlivet 12. I, I need to do something a little different. I got to try something. One of the guys at work suggested Glenfiddich. So I picked it up. It has a little more, if you're not palate broken yet, which I was not, it had a little more bite to it than a Glenlivet. And that's yeah. why I fell away from the Glenfiddich for so long. Now, that tin for my Glenfiddich 12 that I bought in that year, 2014, mm-hmm. when I finally bought that one, is upstairs filled with change that I've collected since then. To buy more bottles of scotch. That was the whole joke. Now I'm married, yeah. so it's probably to buy shoes or some random shit. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> um, you know. Fucking health insurance. Or shout out to the divorce like lawyers listening. No, you know. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need a divorce a divorce, divorce lawyer sponsor. Lawyer. Divorce no, no, I lawyer. like divorce lawyer. Dog bulls. Hey, Dan, Dan's here. Mr. Dan W. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Dan. You know what's <laughs> funny? He's got a, he, he doesn't, sorry to completely railroad what you were saying, but his, his New York accent only comes out when he's around other New Yorkers. That's true. It's just hilarious. I hear it a little bit sometimes. See, when he gets when he gets frustrated, and he puts his uh, temples in his hand. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, least, yeah. But but uh, that is pretty funny. So we're gonna have him on Monday too, just so he can make fun of us and he's get us kicked off funny. the air. You guys, love they're him. gonna Joe Rogan the shit out of us when we have him on here. He's yeah. just gonna get us kicked right off of it. So you were talking about something, mm. and <laughs> that. So I picked up the monkey shoulder because it was cheap. Yes. I mean, like, right, right. It was dirt cheap, like <clears throat> like under thirty bucks, dirt cheap. Yeah, I believe it. I don't know if it was not popular yet or what, but it was not even breaking the thirty dollar price point. I picked it up because the bottle looked cool and it had that little bronze monkey in it. And I'm like, yeah. all right. Somebody spend some time. Three monkeys. Three. Uh, okay. Trace whatever monkeys are in Trace. Spanish. Trace monkeys. Caca thrower? I don't know. <laughs> I could call Anne. She could tell us. Nah, it's all right. My wife. Not worth it. Speaks Espanol. So does mine right Which you would think phone. I would have learned it after 12 years, but... Uh-uh. Nah. Nope. She doesn't speak it to you. She wants you to do things. If she said it in Spanish, she'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. True, <laughs> It's the true. only word I know. Okay. Okay. Now... But uh, that that whiskey impressed me. The problem that I have, and what I was headed to, is it was so long ago that I hadn't, I didn't even have other scotches to compare, mm-hmm. except for the Glenlivet Twelve, Glenfiddich Twelve, and the Monkey Shoulder. I don't know what my palate was saying then, but when I drink it now, it tastes familiar to me, and it tastes good enough that I could say, since I tried it, I have enjoyed it. And I think I remember telling you that when we first saw, yeah. it. when you said Monkey Shoulder, I'm like, dude, I bought that when I was like a young Scotch guy. Yep, and it really impressed. I think. If they know what they're doing, and I'm sure they do, they're going to make sure that they're consistent down to the point where they probably spend most of their profits on R&D to make sure that every batch number is as good as or better than the one before. No, I mean, I, I would agree. I would hope to, and I would definitely agree on that. I think where it where I, I think it gets a little bit different in that concept is that, you know, to say that like uh you know for again i'm just i'm just gonna use them because i i know them uh you know glenfiddich right yeah, yeah. right right so you know whenever they make like a shoe that fits comfortably yep. right that's it orthopedic soles no so uh so you know like a a glenfiddich where you know they're marrying together uh their own distillate in order to get an expected result i would like to think that monkey shoulder can do something like that but unfortunately you know what they buy or where they source it from every year how many ever barrels they get i mean that that denominator could change which would fuck up everything else but if they keep um let's say they keep a bottle or let's say they keep 10 cases of every batch that they sell Mm -hmm. in a dark 55 degree room yeah, and every time they come out with a new batch, which is going to be a blend of X number of scotches from X number of years, right? Yeah, or Y number of years, we'll say to be mathematically proper, they're going to go. I would say this is hypothetical. I would say they go down to their. Yeah, little we're both wood. just you go down arguing for no sake right now. That's right. <laughs> F you. I'm the Hatfield. No, bitch. you're wrong. <laughs> they're going to go down to their little dark cellar, and I'm sure they have it. I'm sure they do. Their little dark cellar. It is where they keep the children tied. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, the views of Greg do not necessarily resemble the views of uh, Monkey Shoulder or Jake. Uh, <laughs> I think they're probably going to go down to that allegedly. Cellar. Allegedly, that's all you got to say. Allegedly, allegedly, and you're you're free and clear of any legal implications. Man, I feel like that only works on TV. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've been skating. It's like by. that time I allegedly <laughs> robbed a bank as I'm holding the bank up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I said allegedly. Allegedly, but uh, allegedly I allegedly give they, me all the money. They probably bust open a scotch from that case, and they probably compare. And I'm sure they do not release until they blend a scotch. Well, that's what you have like the the master malter yeah. for, yeah. right? Or your um, your in other words, drunk taster. guy that's not wearing any clothes. He just well, walks around and and he dips his uh, he dips his uh, what's it called the the whiskey. oh the the whiskey thief. Yeah, he yeah, dips yeah. his his natural whiskey thief into every bottle yeah. he can find. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm I'm guessing they have that guy, and he's probably in charge of making sure that yeah, yeah, you know, because that that consistency. Again, from a non-palated scotch drinker to now a palated scotch drinker. And I'm not a... I, we sit here and talk. We don't have our scenting kit yet. We're amateurs still at best, but we know what we like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even at that, I mean, we've we've just had the privilege of drinking That's a right. bunch of different whiskeys that are all in different labeled bottles. We know what we <laughs> you like. You know what I mean? But at the end of like. the day, you know, most of... Uh, like when it comes to bourbons, right? Everything comes out of Buffalo Trace or Heaven uh, Heaven. Uh, I, keep, Heaven Hill. I always want to say Heavenly Hill. Heaven Hill. Yeah, Heaven Hill or MGP or something like that. Yep. You know, I mean, it's it's all. I don't want to say it's all the same. I'll. Yeah, the only mail will get is hate mail if I say that. But who's, who's you the know what I mean? Company that makes um, Larceny. It's the same people that make. Uh, I don't know if it's Pappy, but it's one of those. It's one of the well, Pappy is now owned, I believe, by Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Um. That's not who it is. That. Yeah. But you know, to to go back even a little bit more onto what you were saying was it is just that um uh you know 
we were talking about price and, and, and whatnot earlier. And, dude, whiskeys in the past 10 years exponentially have grown. Not only in in cost, but in um, uh, uh, supply and de- or demand. Demand, for plus, sure. Plus the Japanese getting a hold of a lot of scotch distilleries and them starting their own distilleries has improved the quality control, which I think costs more money. Well, I think, you know, but before you even had told me that, because I didn't know that they were actually getting their hands on scotch oh, yes. distilleries. I mean, when I first tried Japanese whiskey, my first thing was, oh, this is scotch. Like, it is, pretty much, is right? Scotch, Not is from Scotland, good. but really good. Yeah, I was expecting like a sake Centauri, Centauri Taki is like, if you wanted to buy a whiskey to impress people that didn't yeah. know whiskey, that would be the one. They'd be like, oh my God, I could drink this on ice. Never yeah. mind the Coke, just leave it aside. Coca-Cola, leave it aside. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I was going to say was um, you can thank the, uh, the the demand going up and the cost going up to those. Uh, revert back to my previous episode where I'm talking about the hipsters yep. with their little twisty stashes. Because yep, yep. if you're getting a check from the government or living at mom and dad's house working for minimum wage at Starbucks, you can still buy a decent bottle of whiskey once in a while. That's very true. Yeah. Yep. That's the trick, my friends. That's society for you. But good scotches, and I mean good like, like the Dalmore Cigar Malt, that is not something you can just stumble on. You so have. highly recommended. Listen, yeah. if, if if anybody ever buys that and they're upset with their decision, uh, look, email us, figure out how to ship it to me. We'll I'll buy the leftovers. Shipping. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy the leftovers of what's in that If bottle. you drink one drink and hate God, it, we will pay full price for the rest of the bottle. That's yeah. my commitment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it is so good. This is a legally binding contract now because we've set it online. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say allegedly. Look, so. <laughs> <laughs> and everything on the internet's true, as you know. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say that... You know, there is a there is a, a certain consistency that you tend to lose with the cheaper whiskeys in general. Mm-hmm. And the only exception are the Evan Williams and the Jack Daniels where they charcoal age like we talked about. Yeah. They make sure that they've got a – and it's really food science. Same with all of this, but really with those especially, it's how do we leverage the chemistry behind food to make sure that what we have tastes and smells the same every time we sell it. Uh, in our case here, we're talking about whiskeys that are, you know, this this uh, Glenmorangi Nectar d'Or is is really good, but it's also not an everyday drinker for most people. It's uh, sixty seven bucks. It's not a, you know, it's just not. Monkey Shoulder is the breaking exception. That is mm-hmm. the one where you can buy it in every place you buy whiskey, even with all the crazy state taxes, for probably under forty dollars or just above. Yeah, and it's. I would go for that over a Glenfiddich 12 or a Glenlivet 12 because it compares, and I hate you for it, so evenly with the (laughs) Glenfiddich 15. That Glenfiddich 15, you cannot blind those and tell the difference. I cannot do it. You might be able to. You like Glenfiddich a lot, but I bet you probably have a hard time. If we didn't tell you we oh, were doing probably, it. Probably. I have had a hard time. Okay. We've done it. All right. Yeah. It's no, I, I, I could not. I honestly could not tell the difference between the two of them. Um, well, I, I'll say that. Uh, you know, I may. Are we? Are we gonna try that other one? Oh, the Kilkerman? Yeah. Do you want to go for that? We can try it. I do. I All right. I so do. we're gonna jump into Peated here after uh, after a second. We really are. We might have to do a lot of, another short episode because we're about out of time. We have to do a um uh, a nubby. God, that's true. That fifty two minutes went by quick. Yeah, we got to probably stop this one up. I, Thanks you know, for hanging in there, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else listening. Just Mark. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Hopefully the food is good. We've got food upstairs cooking. We uh, Greg has done his first ever white chicken chili. Third so. person, my dad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who Greg is, but he's a big fat fuck. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What I'm thinking is we could try that. Maybe we'll try it and then we'll report on it over the weekend. We'll do another episode. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the way to go. Because I'd yeah. be willing to try it, and uh, I've got a couple nubbies up there if you want to try it the right Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the only yeah, my, I mean my only discretion. Ever or my own, not discretion. That's not the right word. Uh, whatever. My Words only, can be a pain. My only hesitation uh, with ever doing an Isla Scotch is it's it, you know if we're gonna sit down here and we're gonna drink and yep. bullshit and BS about what we're tasting an Isla Scotch unless you're starting and finishing with that same bottle. Well, is listen, not what you want to do. Yeah, it so ruins your palate. What we did today with Old Pultani, i.e. the dildo bottle, we'll call it. Uh, what we did with Old Pultani is we got bored with it at twenty some minutes into this episode. Uh, check check I'm records on say it's Old Pultney. Old Pultney, it probably is. Pultney. What what I'm thinking is we decided to switch scotches, and you could not do that with Isla's. If you no. said, oh, we had the Lagavulin 8 and it's well, awful, let's switch, you'd be like, all right, well, let's go burn our tongues off with some hot spoons that we put in the toaster for an hour, and then we'll switch again. See, it, it's, see, that's that's where you got to be educated in, uh, in 
um, eyelet scotches because you could go from a like if you did the Lagavulin lineup backwards, if you did the sixteen, the eleven, and then the eight, you'd be fine. Well, that's because, right. Because the, the flavor is less less intense. <clears throat> yep. yep, yep. Because the the sixteen is the more smooth, and mm-hmm. you hit the uh, well. The, the only eleven that we have, unfortunately, is the Guinness edition, which I would love to find the original. But uh, you know, the Guinness edition, and then you go to the eight year, which is oddly enough my personal favorite. Shout out to uh, uh, Nick Sw- <clears throat> Nick Swartzen. Offerman. Uh, Nick Offerman. Swartzen is uh, yeah. and is that is that Terry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were just watching yeah. that the other night. Uh, Terry, we're not saying shit. you can't eat a banana by the side of the road. We're saying you can't stand there and suck on it for 30 seconds. I mean, no. you, were, you were close in a like not at all kind of sense. But it's yeah. <laughs> Nick Offerman. Shout out to Nick Swartzen for being awesome in short shorts. And Nick Offerman for loving good scotch. And shout out to Lagavulin Distillers because you guys make, hands down so far, the best peated whiskey I've ever had. Yeah. And the only thing that even comes close to that 16 is the uh, Talisker, but the Talisker is equally priced, and I have a hard time picking a favorite. You know, you, you get a better and a worse. You get a different uh, – no, you don't get a better or worse. I'm sorry. You get a different flavor profile with each, but very, very minute differences. Yeah. But I will say their 11 uh, Offerman edition, that that Guinness is is really, really good. It's all – I mean – you know, I don't know. I, I haven't had anything of Lagavulin's that hasn't been phenomenal yet. It right. hasn't been worth Same. the price of the bottle. With that being said, after doing all those those taste tests between Lagavulin, Lafroig, we even did bring in the uh, the Brook Lade. Oh yeah, the classic Lade. Uh, we did the we had the Port Charlotte there that night. Full um, disclosure: This is his you know, other boyfriend, um, but we, yeah, <laughs> they did yeah, do yeah. a lineup. Yeah, yeah, we we're going to do that some weekend soon. When between we have time. between him and I, we were able to pull together. I want to, I want to say it was eleven or twelve bottles. Wow! Um, so between uh, Lagavulin, Lafroig, Ardbeg, and uh, Brooklotti, we were able to pull together quite a few bottles, man. And we were able to sample them all side by side. And I was very impressed to say, at the end of the day, Ardbeg was the winner. Well, now you have a proclivity to Ardbeg, though, too. You like a bite of your scotch. Yeah, that Ugadel is banging. Uh, it's good. And I've talked about this with Mark, Mr. S, Mr. Mark S. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not as into it as you are. But, but he I, also likes that Tiffany blue bottle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it makes a much smoother dildo. Yeah, uh-huh. Give me a break. yeah right. <laughs> he, he likes that. Uh, he the likes views of Jake uh, are not necessarily uh, the views of the show or Greg Reed as well. Mm-hmm. But it is a little bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good, yeah, really does. good scotch, though. You know, when you when you go downstairs and you look at uh, look, here's what I will say: it stands out immediately when you mm-hmm. go downstairs and look at the whiskey wall. They were smart. It stands out. It's the only bottle that we're going to try the Octomore one day. I will tell you that much. Please, but, I would love it. But please, that Brook Laddie Classic Laddie is you're also is, looking like four hundred bucks a bottle. Yeah, well, we'll do it. Who cares for um, for Octomore? Yeah, I'm only going to live to forty eight. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so, no. Um, you look at it that way. But I do think that that do I get to inherit your whiskey collection? Whatever's left of it, we'll talk later. Well, I'll talk, <laughs> you'll gag. Um, now we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll figure that one out offline with a lawyer, probably. <laughs> um, I will say the Brook Laddie uh, was really good. The Classic Laddie I had it with Mark one time a long time ago, and I was like, "Holy shit!" There's a lot of smoke to it. <clears throat> then I had the Freud Ten, mm-hmm. and I had Lagavulin Sixteen, and then I went back to the Classic Lefroig Laddie with him. Cask. Oh yes, that too, that too, and and that's good. So, uh, but it is strong. Then you go back to Brook Laddie, Classic Laddie. It doesn't really have the peat. The peat is not that intense. It's like a little bit, but when you put it in a nice snifter like this, a Glencairn glass, yeah, it does not melt your face with the iodine peat. You know, it's not there. <clears throat> yeah. Here's here's what I'll say for anybody out there who who you know who wants to to try these two um, and either see the difference or who just wants to save money right away is that the uh, Lefroig quarter cask and the Lefroig lore, right? So the Lefroig lore, I believe I picked up for about 130 bucks for the bottle. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, I'm getting to why I chose Ardbeg. It mainly really came down to these two. Lagavulin is always going to hold a place in my heart. Lagavulin 16 is always going to be like a, I'd say it's like the first like prestigious bottle of whiskey that, is that I really ever a, bought. That's a celebratory like, whiskey. It's was, 100, it's 100 exactly. bucks a bottle, yeah. It's a celebratory whiskey yeah. in my mind no matter what. Now, the reason why Ardbeg was chosen as as the better of all of them that night was because the Lafroig lore, which is a very, very peaty, I'm, I'm not positive of the parts per million when you get kind of nerdy into that kind of stuff, but the Lafroig lore... Look that up for next time. Yeah, I will. Yeah. The, when, when we actually do the... Um, uh, the 
Isla Scotch edition or, yeah. or whatever, whatever we decide to do with them, we will have those numbers. But the parts, the parts per million, the Laphroaig Lore and the Ardbeg Ugadol were very similar. They're they're kind of you know both of that extreme PD realm, and they were. Um, uh, I think there's a forty dollar price difference. So the Ardbeg Ugadol is around eighty nine to ninety buck or eighty nine to ninety nine bucks, as to where the Lore was 135 and then the um uh Lafroy quarter cask was the same as the Ardbeg uh not the 10 year not the wee beastie what is the other one I thought it was the wee beastie Ugadel 10 year and then the uh the lore I thought that was it Lore's Lafroy Oh Lafroy okay I'm yeah, sorry so it was the quarter cask I think maybe Maybe it was the ten year because I remember the wee beastie really wasn't. Ardbeg ten is pretty normal. You can what find that a lot of places. Now I'm too. missing one. I'm missing one now. We're gonna have to look it up. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I'm because I'm missing. Yeah, I mean I can pull up my photos. But with I'm that, missing that, we're gonna we're gonna do a little Kilkaman experience tonight, and we're gonna let you guys know how that is next week. Um, so this is our episode for this coming Tuesday, the fifteenth. I hope you all enjoy, and we will catch back up with you very soon. Thanks a lot for joining us again. Uh, we will be back with some more interesting scotches. And by the way, I keep saying this, but we are jumping into bourbon soon. We've got so much bourbon, it's practically ready to revolt yeah. in my house. So it's time yeah. to do it. But we're going to get on that because we keep promising that we're not just a scotch. But we love scotches. What the hell can you say? That's very true. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. I'm Greg. <laughs> and I'm Jake. And this is the Smoking Cask Podcast. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a great night. Thank you.